your boy Oso and your girl Rocky what's good beautiful people it's good to be back y'all yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) we two episodes in since coming back yes this is episode two since coming back so check out our previous episode WAP women abolishing patriarchy yes WAP was a fire episode I mean we just put it out but we already getting some nice responses from people on my Facebook page who commented on it oh yeah yeah. Oh, I haven't, I haven't read anything. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, uh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, but we'll, you know, we will continue to put out content and um, definitely check out our Patreon. Yeah. That's up so now. We, that's we new. Live. You know, we came back with some new changes, if you haven't noticed. Um, so, yeah, we have a Patreon now. We are going to make a specific video and put that on our Instagram and Facebook about the Patreon yeah. so you can know a little bit more about the ins and outs. Of what will be available there and yeah, kind of what's going on. But I wanted to ask you earlier, do you think we should explain the segments for a little while until people start Yeah, yeah. Let's back? keep doing the, the explaining of our segments mm-hmm. and uh, just so, yeah, people get adjusted and, yeah. uh, and used to it. So uh, we reformatted, again, our, our podcast and we do it in segments. The first segment of the podcast is called Two Sides of the Same Coin. Even I'm getting used to it. I had to look over at our information <laughs> board. I was like, hold up. Which one was it? <laughs> but yeah, uh, so this is new for me too. We're all on a journey, everyone. Yes. Together. Mm-hmm. We're in it together. Uh, so yes, two sides of the same coin. Um, where I have my little quarter. My famous zoom in, zoom out. Yeah, yeah. If y'all saw it in that last video, I did that. <laughs> um, so I zoom in, I zoom out. <laughs> we flip a coin. And whoever calls the correct side of the coin goes first and gives their take on the first topic or question. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other person gets to go. And we keep going through all the questions just like that. It's a good way for us to make sure that each one of us is getting our points across while making it a little bit fun and easier for y'all to digest this content on YouTube. That's one of the other reasons. <laughs> Inside stories. Um, but yes, it's a good... It's a good segment, and last time it went really well, so we're going to keep it going. Let us know what you think about these segments. Let us know what you think about our content. Leave us comments. Leave us likes. Um, please, give us a feedback, and thank you for showing support thus far for even listening. Yes. <laughs> so today's episode, Entanglement, Jada. Entanglement? Really? <laughs> really? That's what we're doing now? Okay. All right. All right, so why don't you call it for the quarter? All right. This was for Will. Heads. God damn it. Jada wins again. <laughs> Tails. Alrighty. So the question is... Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> is it cheating if you are separated? I want to answer this one first too. <laughs> so... Cheating is based in secrecy, lying, deception, and betrayal. And usually that is happening within agreed upon boundaries. And with separation, there can be a lot of gray areas that aren't specifically discussed and addressed. Yep. And agreed upon <laughs> by both parties. Uh-huh. Preach. <laughs> but if we gonna go legal route, technically, depending on the state, you can cheat while separated because you are not divorced. That's my take. Legally, yes, it's still cheating if you're separated. Socially, I would feel like I would need to have that conversation. So we can know the parameters of the separation. Because if I'm separated and done with your ass, then and divorce is on the way, 
Like, nah, it's not cheating. But <laughs> if we need a break <laughs> to figure shit out, but we open to the possibility of coming back, yeah, we gonna need to discuss things. Mm. And I feel like on that Red Table Talk, things were not discussed. Not at all. <laughs> so what say you, Osa? Is okay. it cheating if you're separated? All right, so my take on this whole thing when it comes to whether it's cheating or not when you're separated mm-hmm. is very much about, yes, the clarification of what separated means, what that entails, what are the boundaries. Y'all have to have all that mapped out and laid out clearly in order to truly define it. But in, like what you were saying, the legal sense, and then in some people's minds, the religious or yeah. uh, other marital ways, ways that you view marriage and whatever lens, it, it yeah. is most likely, and in most cases, yes, it's still cheating because... In the, I guess, traditional terms of the, of what separation means, it is you to saying that you're no longer together at the moment, um, but it's not saying that you aren't going to get back together. Mm-hmm. So therefore, there's no green light explicitly mm-hmm. stated that you can that you can date other people or. Uh, Fuck other people or have, you know, entanglements. Entanglements. <laughs> the song is a bop. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that song is mm-hmm. good. Get his thing on that one. You know, get his thing on that one. Gotta get you. <laughs> um, but you can file for legal separation. And I think, again, it depends on the state, but I think yeah, most. Yeah, it's, it's some nuance to Most, it. it's like you have to not be living together. Yeah, I think there are certain requirements. Yeah. I'm not even sure. I, I think I know like one of them, and again, it depends on the state. But living apart is like necessary for a lot of legal separations. Mm-hmm. For legal ones, yeah, yeah, for sure. But if it, if you didn't file legal separation and you just took space and said you were separated, right? Listen, I don't know. And it's complicated. And from what I understand, <laughs> they didn't take any legal route when it came to the separation pieces. Will and Jada did they? I have no idea. They didn't say specifically. They, didn't say they they did say on Red Table Talk that they were separated. That they were separated. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was, I was done like, with your ass. That's what he said. Right? I was done with your ass. I was like, mm, this question needs to be asked. Yeah. Some clarification needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, let's go on to the next one now. All right. Shoot. What is the next question? Uh, when do adults become responsible for their choices? Man. Now, ooh, this... Okay, I'm getting this one. You call it? Tails. Tails. Yes, we have watching. God damn. Uh, Jada wins again. <laughs> uh, so when do adults become responsible for their choices? <laughs> well, again, legally at 18. Now, sure, brain development isn't fully functioning there. Complete? Yeah. <laughs> Brain development isn't like fully complete until mid twenties. Yep, around twenty five. However, uh, the government decided for whatever reason <laughs> that you can join the army at eighteen. That you can basically be legally responsible for yourself. So somehow in this controversial situation, everybody's like August was too young, even though he was in his 20s, his early 20s. And I'm like, okay, now. Now we approaching, like, halfway through college, about to be on our way out. Mm-hmm. When are you going to be able to be responsible for your choices? Hey. Like, you're not a minor. That shit's done. Right. And as far as the emotional growth, uh, age does not determine that. <laughs> There's some people in their 80s who have not learned a single thing, have not done any emotional growth work, and still making the same mistakes. I'm just saying. That's true. That's facts. Some of them are clients. You know? So what say (laughs) you? When do adults become responsible for their choices? Honestly, I would say that adults become responsible for their choices at the age of 18 when it comes to their responsibility. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the legal route. <laughs> I mean. That's what it is. That's what we say. Now, I get people's... 
I get where people are trying to go with like the whole manipulation thing mm-hmm. because August was in a bad headspace. And but so was Jada. Right, right. They, they, they don't perceive them as being in the same headspace because I think August had... He had a lot of loss. Yeah, he had a trauma. lot of loss. He had a lot of mm-hmm. trauma. He was suicidal. So mm-hmm. like a lot was going on for the brother at the time. Mm-hmm. And also that was like... Uh, that was Jaden's friend first. You know? So... Mm-hmm. I, I kind of get, you know, where they're coming Listen, from with that. I, I am, I, mm. but, but <laughs> on the other hand, on the other hand, he's still responsible for himself and as an adult. So like, it's just like with other human beings, when you're an adult, you can be taken advantage of while still being adult and having to take responsibility for the fact that you were taken advantage of. No, you allowed that. Right. Exactly. So, although you can say there was manipulation in terms of timing and everything else like that, mm-hmm. that's like with almost any other thing. If someone, this is a, a classic example is that a lot of guys do. If a girl is just broke up with her boyfriend or something mm-hmm. else like that, it's like, oh, I got to get it right now because she's emotional. Mm-hmm. That's about timing. So, is it emotionally manipulative to a certain extent? Yes, but it's also about timing and social norms. And again, what's she doing? Right. She can say no. So the whole reason why this is, is seen as being something very blown up is because it's Jada. If this was a normal relationship with somebody else mm-hmm. and you didn't really know about it, you probably wouldn't care and it wouldn't be, be that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But because it's Jada and it's on a spotlight, I think even the predatory behavior is overhyped. And I don't, I don't think so. I don't even think August likes being seen in that way. That's probably why he put out the song. He was like, no, this is how it was. I was fully aware of what was going on. <laughs> he was a man, Right, baby. like he was saying, I was handling my shit. <laughs> I was doing shit Will couldn't do. Oh. He, was still, he was saying a whole bunch of stuff. He, he was, was getting real spicy on the song. Very so he clearly did not feel like any victim. Yeah. So I think even he would push back against that narrative. Mm-hmm. I think he was fully aware. And if maybe it started off as like maybe a manipulation thing, mm-hmm. it grew to, to be either something... And that's kind of what Jada was expressing. It grew to be something where they both grew from that emotionally and had an actual decent connection. And they both consented to it. Right. So you can't really put that on them. I understand everybody's perspective on that, but to be hypercritical of Jada without really picking out what's going on within the relationship and again looking and asking the man himself who was in it mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit you know it's a little bit off and again when would adults become responsible for their own choices like what age would work for you so again <laughs> yeah if if he was in his 30s would you be saying the same thing is it just the age because then I don't understand that either. That goes back to like the manipulation thing. It doesn't really matter. If you're a 30-year-old who broke up with their boyfriend and another 30-year-old tries to shoot their shot at you because they know that you're emotionally available, is that less of a manipulation than if you're in your 20s and you do the same thing? I don't understand. You know, like, so... What about 60s and 40s? Right. Again, emotional maturity is not dependent on age. Right. As many of us millennials find out when we reach adulthood and say, what the fuck y'all acting like high schoolers? <laughs> so, yeah, for that one, I think this is a, like a rush to judgment um, because it's an easy target and it's easy to feel bad for August because he was going through all those things. But I think, if anything, August is trying to own his story and say like, no, I was in a lot more control of this than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I saw the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very well endowed. He knew what he was doing. Right. So, and Jada fine. <laughs> it is fine. And her mom fine. Her mama fine, too. How the hell your mama she, that's that? Some, that's yo, some good genes. Yo, her mom look younger than her I some know, days. It'd be, She'd be working out, though. I'll work her out. <clears throat> what? <laughs> this is a family show. What? I told y'all last time. No, it ain't. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe for the modern family. <laughs> Listen. Whew. Anything, any last The revolutionary families. <laughs> right? The sex positive families. Yeah. No. 
Um, yeah, I think that that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Like, you, you're responsible, you're an adult, mm-hmm. and you can be responsible for being taken advantage of either emotionally yeah. or mentally. But you still have to take responsibility for that at the end of the day. We can't, we can't be putting some victim like, label on August because y'all feel bad. He didn't claim to be a victim. Why are you trying to make him one? And it's like, you have to, <laughs> you have to hold yourself accountable. If your lack of boundaries... Allow for that to happen, then own that shit. Learn from it. Yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> you know, like don't just be like, "Oh my god, I was taken advantage of. I didn't know what I was doing." Blah 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 blah. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, I was going through this period in time where I was not aware of certain things, exactly. where I chose for these things, or I didn't feel the worth in myself to get what I deserved. Like, own your shit, man. All that. <laughs> People annoyed me with that one. Yeah, I mean, again, because you felt bad for August and you have, like, maybe some emotional connection to his music or whatever else it might be, maybe you just think he fine and he wouldn't defend him. <laughs> um, I think it's the mental health uh, piece. Yeah, but people... he did not claim to be a victim or, and again, you don't know shit about the relationship yeah. they had. You were not there. So, <laughs> he didn't claim to be the victim and... Jada didn't claim to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. He said she just said that the things that they did felt good. Maybe it was just a really great connection. That's what she needed and exposed and exposed her to things that she never knew she needed mm-hmm. or wanted. Or maybe it's like, why do I want these things? Or why do I feel like I'm not asking for them? Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of things that could have gone on, I but think, we don't know. I think what is possible is they were mutually helping each other in different That's what ways. I think. And then while that was happening, they formed a connection. Like, they're both attractive people, so yeah. listen. I understand that. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jada. You want to call the next one? Mm. On it. <sighs> almost lost the quarter. <clears throat> okay. Oh, this one I got to get, please. Thoughts on <laughs> bad marriage for life. Bad marriage for life. Oh, I was about to go off just now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, heads. Fuck. Oh, should I give it to him, y'all? I should give it to him. Go ahead, baby. Oh, let, come on. Thank you. These motherfuckers. I ain't going to go in that hard. But bad marriage for life. Come on, y'all. That was that. First of all. Oh, shit. Let me sit up for this motherfucker here. First of all. <laughs> when that shit first came on, I literally was like cringing. Oh, I said, no. "Oh, no. oh hell no!" <laughs> oh, I was like, "This can't be happening!" Like you really just said you that. Just use this platform to put that message out there, and it was so goddamn corny. Yeah, that it was weak. It was, oh, it was whack. It was the worst. I I couldn't believe that it, that that because Will is. Holds a special place in my heart because of like just childhood memories, Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. Bad Boys, and then to, for him to use the Bad Boys quote, mm-hmm. talking about some bad marriage for life. We ride together, we die together. Bad marriage for life. Ugh. Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, so that's just my personal first reaction. I just had to get that off because it it tore me up. I was like, ugh, that's just terrible. <laughs> But outside of that, the concept of the whole bad marriage for life thing comes from their perspective, Will and Jada's, that they have to suffer and go through such bullshit, to be honest, um, and put each other through so much shit in order to come out on the other end of it. And then that's the way that they will sustain their marriage is through the lessons of the almost damn near torture of each other <laughs> and it's like that's not the way a marriage or a relationship for me at least is going to be working <laughs> no. uh, and it's not what i promote to my clients and, and and this goes for anything it goes from when you're in the uh, in the talking phase the, the dating phase the inner relationship phase mm-hmm. uh the marriage phase uh, all them phases <laughs> you know what i'm saying you should never be in a place where you think Oh, because we're in a uh, in a rut, or or we're going through bad things, that this is supposed to happen in order for us to get out. Especially if you're doing it to each other, 
Yeah. That doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? If you're going through something together mm-hmm. because something happened and it was outside of your control, mm-hmm. a pandemic. Hey, <laughs> psh, you can't do shit about that. Y'all ain't do that to each other. But if you're cheating on each other back and forth, getting getting back at each other, I'm going to get back at you. It's The fact that... Come yeah. on now. Come on now. Like, that is a totally different story. And that's that, ego. That's hella ego right there. And pride. All that. So that's different, and I think that's where the distinction has to be made mm-hmm. um, when it comes to having a marriage that's just built on that mm-hmm. versus having a marriage where you go through things together and grow, and you're helping each other instead of you're tearing each other down, and you feel like, all right, we made it out of our tearing each other down piece, so we we're not tearing each other down no more. So your benchmark for what a good marriage tends to be is when y'all are not fighting. So basically a neutral environment. Mm-hmm. While the ones who are over here who are helping each other build, when they they're get into some shit, in. yeah, they pouring into each other. When when they get into some shit, their benchmark for uh, a good relationship is them going back to them helping each other grow. Mm-hmm. So y'all are like neutral mm-hmm. <laughs> and then tearing each other down and then getting back to neutral every time. This couple over here, leveling up every time, every time, every time. And I know it's, it's weird to say that in the context of the most couples goal leveled up yeah. couple that looks like that but clearly through this experience we've seen that there were ways where they were not emotionally and maybe on a more just actual level where they cared about each other and were able to relate to each other in a, in a healthy way they weren't able to do that and they have admitted that through a lot of their relationships, including with the way that they raised their children as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as much as they leveled up and bossed up in the movie industry and in entertainment and all that other stuff, it's like, some of the other things might have been pushed to the wayside, and then they're just now working these things out, which is the result some entanglements. <laughs> but yeah, the model of Bad Marriage for Life, I think that's going to be another thing they're going to have to evolve out of, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, because... If you're just settling on that, like I said, I think that's just you hitting that neutral bar every time. Like, oh, this is the end of the, the, the marriage growth, mm-hmm. the relationship growth. <laughs> it's like, that's not how it's supposed to be. Y'all supposed to help each other grow. And then if some hiccup happens, evolve past that. Not tear each other down and just be like, well, you know, that's how we do it. Ugh. But that's my thoughts. <laughs> my queen. Big interrupt. Words of affirmation. Love language. Know your shit, fellas. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, there's a lot of truth in a joke. Mm. And why would you use this platform that you know people gonna be looking at to put that message out there? Because people are gonna take that shit literally. And be like, oh yeah, see, struggle love. Mm-hmm. Struggle love. That's what it's about. Oh, yep, we gotta do this. Yep. That's how there we. That's how we have it. That's, that's the how term. we for life. That's the term right there. Struggle love. And I'm like, oh, oh, like okay. I also understand the corniness of bad boys for life, but no, yeah, no, yeah, it's an entirely different concept. <laughs> and I'm just like. There is conflict resolution, there's effective communication, there's healthy emotional expression and emotional regulation. There is working on your individual growth and your relationship growth. Where you can be with somebody for life and it doesn't have to be a bad marriage. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they, even though it's jokingly, are proud of that. Shows me they have some work to do. Yeah, I think so. But even they've admitted that, but I don't know if they understand how much. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. they understand they shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, people take shit literally. Like, you couples goals. Oh, know your responsibility. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's true. Ah, so, I wish that like, okay, so when I was watching that Red Table Talk, I was understanding the lessons that they've learned about themselves and about their relationship. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know if they were pointing it out clearly enough for other people to gain. Because, I mean, of course, people are all in this because it's different relationship dynamics than the norm. Yeah. Right? Than the default standard setting. So, take, taking that opportunity to be like, these are the lessons we learned about how we grew within ourselves and how we grew within our, within our relationship, within our partnership, and communicating that to the world. But they didn't. <laughs> so like me as a therapist, I'm pulling that information out. <laughs> I'm like analyzing the shit like, oh, I see. I see what happened here. Oh, I see what they did here. Everybody ain't a therapist. Everybody yeah. is not observing That's patterns true. and connections. And yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I, and again, it's not to shit on them. They doing a lot more work than a lot of people. Exactly. But... Because they were on that large platform and all those eyes were on them, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it just rubbed me the wrong way that that got so much attention and might be accepted now as like... Oh, people. It was trending. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people was getting their jokes off, though. Them jokes. Yo, Black Twitter, Twitter be on that shit. Y'all yeah. be roasting up. Yo, I hope I don't never get on that shit. Whew, if y'all roast me, I'm going to roll with the punches and I'm going to probably laugh alongside, to be honest. You know? <laughs> Yo, cause I I I shit, you know I like to I like to go back and forth. Ooh, that shit would be funny. I joke I joke on my damn self. Well, depending on what it is, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, it don't happen. But if it do, love and light, people love and light. You know. <laughs> but yeah, that's a lot of people might actually take it serious. So. We just had to address it. Because again, that that concept of struggle love isn't new. No. Like, that's something we've grown up with, especially in black America. Yeah. Like, that's that's very accepted. You know? How is it being Caribbean American, being Guyanese? How Mm. is it, I guess, the Mm. concept of struggle love? Like, is it different? Um, I don't actually know for real because. I know there's a level of that because the structure previously, not right now, uh, like just like the rest of the world, there were a lot more women gaining more mm-hmm. power and influence. Um, but prior to that, it was kind of like, you know, just like I was in America. It was like the man was the breadwinner, so he was the person who would take control of every. Make the decisions. Make the decisions mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So that kind of left the woman you know, in a place where if she wanted to be autonomous mm-hmm. and really create her own destiny outside of a man, it mm-hmm. was almost impossible because the opportunities weren't there. Gotcha, gotcha. You know? um, but yeah, even... The, I think the whole world, honestly, like... Well, not the whole world, but a lot of places, women are just getting more freedom which allows for a lot of mediocre guys to feel insecure (laughs) i'm sorry because y'all had it's just like when black people finally got got into any any field (laughs) it's like oh we thought we were good until y'all mediocre so yeah no greatness but yeah I, i can't really speak too much on I ain't other than that. Okay. Well, that's just interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good question. I didn't even think about it before. All right. Well, ah. I think that's... Uh, we're done with our first segment, yeah. so we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with uh, either or both and... Nigga. All right. Welcome back. You didn't go anywhere. Right? <laughs> Editing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell I be doing. <laughs> you be having fun, baby. You be having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, you know. Trying to. Mm-hmm. You got to live your life the best you can, you know, while you can. Because, mm-hmm. hey, you never know these days. Yeah, especially in 2020. 2020 has been one hell of a year, so cool. let's mm-hmm. live it up as much as we can. The people we love. Aw, thanks, baby. All right, so what's next on the podcast? The next segment... So this next segment is called Either or, Both and. Mm. <laughs> so with this segment, we wanted to ask, 
ask questions in a black or white way to make us choose mm-hmm. one or the other. But then with the both and piece, be able to actually explain the nuances, the gray areas of those questions. Right. Because many people think in black or white, but the world does not exist in black or white. No, it does not. Uh, that's one of the things I think we pride ourselves on trying to put out there is mm-hmm. the idea of that gray area. And exactly. that's where the work is at. That's where growth is, you know. When you're on that polarized black or white, usually you not growing. You stuck on stool. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's actually a cognitive distortion. I suffered slash still suffer and slowly moving out of. <laughs> okay, you don't got to sip so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Growth, okay. <clears throat> it's It's been progressing. Wait, what? Oh, you're talking about that? I had no idea. I didn't even notice growth because <laughs> yeah I, I would get stuck and it's usually in the negative and i would just spiral down that route you yeah, know it, mm, you you be spiraling baby but you you're much better thank you <laughs> drink your water <laughs> i'm gonna drink it all right so the first question for either or both am that's why you about this. <laughs> no, I'm not. Not while I'm <laughs> Someone's equipment down here. I held that spit take in. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <sighs> about to ruin all my shit. Oh, <laughs> the mics, the computer, everything. Mm, God damn. Yeah, we got a lot of tech around here. <laughs> Alrighty, so. Woo! <laughs> um. Yes. So the first. Question for either or both and. So this, again, remember, we have to choose one or the other. Right. And then after we both make our choice, we're going to explain the both and. Okay? Yes. Question is, on the Red Table Talk mm-hmm. between Will and Jada discussing Jada's entanglement, mm-hmm. was that a genuine conversation or was that acting? All right. I'm going with genuine conversation. All right. I'm going with acting. Mm, okay. Oh, I know I'm supposed to go first, but I want to know why you said acting. So fuck it. I'm passing this to you. <laughs> <laughs> why you say acting? So Ooh, I think that Jada has this persona on the Red Table Talk. Okay. All right. Keep going. Keep going. All right. So a character. Right, 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 right. And I felt that show up. <clears throat> on that specific red table talk. Mm. Like around, do you know, like, what was it exactly? It, like, it was like just was, like, her yeah, demeanor. Okay. Like how, yeah, it, it didn't seem like, now this may have been true to their life, but it didn't seem mm. like they were having a conversation that would be had behind closed doors. This seemed like a conversation for the cameras. So even okay. though... It was about their life. It was. St- it still felt rehearsed. Hmm. It still felt like there was more to the story that the audience was not getting, and and they were only giving us a certain bit of that story, and yeah. So it it didn't. To me, it was just like let's put on a show because the people want to hear what's going on. Hmm. And the show happens to be about our life. It was a reality show. That's that's not how people act in reality. It's still a show. Hmm. Okay. That's my two cents. All right. What say you? I say it's real because I think the emotions and the thoughts expressed were genuine from their understanding of them. So you know how like if if you're a little kid mm-hmm. and you were told all your life that Santa Claus is real, right? Mm-hmm. You believe that Santa Claus is real. So when you tell another kid mm-hmm. that Santa Claus is real, you're not lying to them because you yourself feel as though that it that. is real. Mm-hmm. So just like that, like it's the same thing with larger emotions or larger concepts and thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if you think that you're in the right about something and you're in the complete wrong, 
but you genuinely believe it. What my mama say? <laughs> loud and wrong. <laughs> you can be loud and wrong, but if you genuinely believe it, you'll be like, what's wrong with all of y'all? Y'all tripping. My mama said. <laughs> I say my mama said a lot. <laughs> Thank you, mama. <laughs> so, like, if you got taught about the wrong thing by your mama, then you might be screwed up and loud and wrong like one of these people. So I think in the conversation that Will and Jada were having, I think those emotions that came out were genuine. Like, the Will's joke, that was him genuinely being like, I'm going to get you back. I mean, yeah, and he used humor to hide his feelings. But that's, but well, that's what Will does. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So for their understanding, I think it was genuine. It was genuine for them. Yes. But that's what all it is. It's just like the kid with the um, Santa Claus. It's I like, hear you. Yo, I thought, yo, you heard about Santa? And you like, what the fuck? Ain't no goddamn <laughs> Santa. Nah, son, Santa's all that. He Listen, be getting you listing all. I was you get the list. Of right people that who believed. I'm like, let them believe. Right. Shit. Right. This magic be gone after <laughs> Santa gone. <laughs> That, that, that bubbly feeling you get when you're yes. younger. You can get that from anything that you put emphasis on. So you don't got to put it on, well. on Santa. No old jolly ass white dude. I know that you, your Santa was black. I know, I know, I house. know. But he's still based off of that old concept. So like, anyways, <laughs> there's actually an episode about that. <laughs> like, what did, what? did we? <laughs> we did some episode of like, you went off about Santa. <laughs> I don't know. Look around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> we got so many damn episodes. Uh, but we that's got a catalog, what, yo. We got a catalog, but that's what... So if you hear mm-hmm. and you like, yo, they kind of... We like the way that they talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, ain't no shame in browsing yes, the catalog. And and if you are on any of our other platforms outside of SoundCloud, I will say that we organize our SoundCloud um, show within specific playlists yeah so we have love sex connections we have grown up black for the culture Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) uh today in america growth mind body and spirit so we categorize our episodes to those different uh playlists so that way if you're looking for if you're looking for anything about relationships that's a whole category right exactly if you're looking for self-care or anything about therapy Mm -hmm. you got that just any current events Usually, and politics. politics. Yeah, yeah so we got sections for all that. It's, yeah, so definitely check it out on SoundCloud um, to get those categories. Right, right. Yeah. But I, all right. I loved that one. That was a good one. Yeah. That, ooh, because I didn't think it was going to pick that acting. You threw me off on that I one. I mean, it didn't feel authentic to me. I feel you. I, I, I could definitely see I felt see like there was a whole lot of shit going on behind them cameras. Uh, yeah, no, because th- there's definitely some level of... Um, I think we discussed some of this in, in the deep dive for all those who don't know. Yes. We do a deep dive of, of these episodes where we like really get into mm-hmm. some of these concepts. And that is off the audio podcast. Yes, that's on the Patreon only. only. exclusive so, with certain tiers in the Patreon. Right, right. Yes. So, you know, if you are interested, because we really get into these conversations mm-hmm. and break it down way that's further. Awesome. No, no, we don't. <laughs> but yeah, if you want, or if you're interested in that, definitely uh, look at our Patreon. There'll be a link of all that stuff, mm-hmm. and on our, our link uh, tree, link tree. Mm-hmm. and you can just subscribe and uh, sign up. Yes, it's perfect. Trust me, you'll get you'll enjoy the things we talked about. But as a sneak preview, we did get into like how they might have talked about. Mm, yeah talked about like what, what the general conversation might mm-hmm. be but not get into the exact things that they were gonna say so it's kind of like you're putting the actor in a scene mm-hmm. you know you're not saying exactly what their lines are but you you're painting the environment like okay you're a cab driver <laughs> 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 and it's a chase and you're like all right so you ain't give them no dialogue uh-huh. they could have been like ah, i don't care about your chase you could have said that but that would have been a really boring scene, you know? So I think there's a little bit of both of what we're talking about. And Thus both. And both, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, I'm sorry. Both and. Yeah, well, yeah, both and. And you messed me up too. My bad. <laughs> I say and both and. And what? Like. Reality. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but we like the way it, it's got a certain twang to it. When you both and. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think. Well, for more, y'all just gotta go for the deep dive. Yes. 
Because I was about to go off all over it. All right. We'll See, talk about that's it. why I said I had to do it before the show. Because I'll be wanting to show. <laughs> all that. All these thoughts. Yes. All these thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> all right. So the next either or. So was this monogamy or non-monogamy? Mm. I want you to choose first. Oh, yes. I got this one. Non-monogamy. Easily. I'm going to say non-monogamy, too. Okay. All right. The reason why I say this whole thing was non-monogamy is because I think, for one, Will and Jader have a an agreement, <laughs> I think, that previously might have allowed for them to have more than one partner within the context of their committed relationship. In my eyes... That's a non-monogamous agreement. Mm. You know? How they structured it exactly, I'm not sure. I really don't know. When it came, comes to this, this was also non-monogamous. Although, I don't think it was ethical. I don't think there was... Boundaries? Boundaries at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was uh, effective communication. Mm-mm. And those are the things that make healthy non-monogamous relationships work. Um, just like any other relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because the rela- or relationship structure is different from that of a monogamous structure, it's gotten so many headlines, mm-hmm. it's gotten so much attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all the normal miscommunication and non-clarification <laughs> that that uh, that uh, goes on in, in a monogamous relationship happened here. And y'all just happen to be more intrigued because... It's a different relationship dynamic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think non-monogamy. Pretty okay. easy for this one. Okay. Let's say you. So, I, so even though Will and Jada have never confirmed to the public that they are in fact in an open marriage, mm-hmm. there's just been rumors galore and this didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. If you was trying to make a case. Right. <laughs> not. <laughs> this not, was the glove. Right. <laughs> Like, the glove don't fit. Um, so entanglement. I mean, I mean. So, so the reason I say non-monogamy, and again, not Not looking good for the monogamy. Exactly, not necessarily ethical non-monogamy. Again, because of what you were saying, right? Um, but non-monogamy and. Pause. The reason that ethical <clears throat> is used in ethical non-monogamy or consensual non-monogamy is because people are non-monogamous all the time, but usually that's cheating, you know? Right. Like, that's non-communicative non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. So, and people already shame non-monogamy because it's different than monogamy, which is the default standard setting. Mm-hmm. So that's why ethical is used for y'all shaming folk to understand that no, there are actually some guidelines, some morals, boundaries, some all that, some yeah. boundaries within this. Mm-hmm. But there is unethical monogamy. Is my point okay? Yes, yes. Good, a lot of it. Exactly, but that's a whole nother episode. Anyways, <laughs> so just in the fact that it is non-monogamy is because. I mean, technically, monogamy means you're with one person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for life. Yeah, that's thinking. <laughs> and they were not. They were not each other's first. My last. My wasn't <laughs> last either. So. And, and as far as marriage and being committed to one person for life, well, then you have to factor in the separation. And it's like, yeah, they. I mean, technically they were still married. So this would be non-monogamy. If, yeah. if, you're, if you're going to say that monogamy is marriage to one person for life versus you are with one person for the entirety of your life because people really want to get all into in the details, details of it mm-hmm. when i be like listen this this it's another episode don't get me started <laughs> ah feel it coming all right so 
Yeah, to that point, at least Jada was non-monogamous. Right. In for sure marriage. we know that, yes. Exactly. We know for sure. We don't know about well, even though we do. Um, that he wasn't. Yeah. Even though we do. Huh? Who can somebody out there? Yeah, people pulled out pictures. <laughs> Word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. But yes. So Yeah, I think I, I would say that. Yeah, non-monogamous, y'all. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. safe to say. You know, but they, they don't wanna own that and that's up to them. Yeah, I mean Honestly, I know a lot of people don't I don't think they would like the label because they would get shamed Yeah, it's for a it, lot of heat. You know? People are just now being exposed to ethical non-monogamy. Right. So. Come on over. Come on over. <laughs> and that's what my point was in the tangent that I was going to go on is that a lot of humans are non-monogamous. We, we do not mate for life. We do not mate with one person. No. Okay. There's very rare people who are virgins at marriage and then if they were to ever get divorced, don't have another partner. Right. Okay, so okay, so say you get divorced or God forbid your partner dies, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life? I mean, you can be, but a lot of people aren't. So then, no. Okay, sure. Let's do monogamy is one person at a time. Okay. Let's take it as that. Okay. And I think more people are doing that. It's Mm -hmm. one person at a time. Then it's like, okay, so this is only considering romantic relationships then. Because you don't have one friend at a time. You barely have one child at a time. Yeah, it's only for romantic. Only for romantic relationships, one person at a time. And you can still be attracted to multiple people, no matter if you are committed to one. You definitely got to accept that. I remember, I think people have accepted that a little bit more, but there are no, some... people still stuck. Yes, there are some people <laughs> who are like, you can't look at her, or you can't look at him, or you can't go out with them, or you, you can't... You got to own your attraction. If you're committed, and within that commitment is monogamy, then yes, I'm attracted to that person, but I'm going home with you. You just got to be able to rock with that. Or you could accept that. Maybe it could happen and it sets some boundaries and some communication. Or Maybe it could things. happen and there's nothing you can do about it. If that <clears throat> person wants to go out, they're going to go out. Ain't shit you can do. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about go out and then if they see somebody that they find attractive, if they want to do something and then it happens. That's lack of self-control. That's lack of self-control on, your, on their part. But then on your part, it's like, well... You signed up for a monogamous relationship with somebody who might not be monogamous. And, and that's the thing. A lot, a lot of people, people aren't. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of people aren't, but they haven't been given the option. That's the thing. There, I think there's a, just so many people that have never even thought about... Questioning. Questioning the <laughs> idea of just being with one person at a time or for life. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and... It's not that they haven't thought about it ever. It's mm-hmm. just that they haven't thought about it deeply. Mm-hmm. Because there's almost like a trigger of like, all right, as soon as you start thinking about it, it's like, yo, shut that shit down. Because mm-hmm. that's not like healthy or, or not whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a taboo attached to yeah. it. Yeah. So it stops you from thinking deeply about it. And once you do that with most things, when you look in the gray area of most things, you find like that you can take parts of, of it that you want. And that you actually like. Mm-hmm. So that's how you develop a structure of your own. Instead of just saying, well, I'm this. When you just plant your flag on that one side, it automatically stops you from experiencing or even being exposed to other things. And that limits your growth. It just does. Yes. So again, you can even be monogamous and then have those thoughts, explore all those things, and then come out and be like, nah, that's still like what I do. But then you'll know. Some of y'all have these thoughts and you running like a motherfucker from them. I know. I'm looking at you, dog. <laughs> Sorry. You really do want to question these dynamics, but you don't have the courage to tell your partner that. Or you think that, that might they might not be on the same wave with you when it comes mm-hmm. to that. And that could end your monogamous thing that you kind of like, but aren't really feeling as much. And you know it's not the best dynamic for you. And I understand and can sympathize with that position, but at some point, you're going to want to and have to live your truth. Or you're going to have to accept that you never will. One of those is going to happen. 
the gray in between that is you slipping in between those two lives, which again, I don't know if you're going to be too happy. Your partner's going to be too happy about that. I'm living my truth. I don't got time for that. Yeah, I don't got time for that either. <laughs> you know? Like, so we I, good. I accept you. You accept me. We good. Because, nah. You don't got time for no entanglement. <laughs> I really don't. Um, oh, but what you were saying was reminding me, I think... It was on the polyamory episode that they did on the Red Table Talk where Jada herself was like, I'm sexually monogamous, but emotionally <coughs> she was talking about having a connection with Will's ex, um, the mother of oh. Will's oldest, mm-hmm. um, and saying that emotionally there was a connection there. So... And that, and that goes into the like idea about the abundance of love, about the ability to love more than one person at the same time. Mm-hmm. So even if Jada was sexually mon- monogamous, mm-hmm. she wasn't have se- having sex with August the same time as she was having sex with Will. She was. Uh-huh. And then again, we talking a week off, a month, what we what we talking? But anyways, <laughs> um we know that during he, uh, the week on the weekend, what we, we talking we about? We know he was doing shit he lacked. We know that according yeah. to August. Uh, that, that song. Was, uh, that's that, August tape. That, I ain't me talking. That, that's August. That song <laughs> said a lot. Yeah. That's not me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. So even in in the the concept of emotional non-monogamy or romantic non-monogamy, um, it's it gets really gray, y'all. <laughs> you cannot black or white it. Yeah. <laughs> you can try, but you know, like I said, you're gonna. It's just gonna cause some conflicts. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. So I think it's better to be honest, open, and yes, vulnerable. I know yes. it's hard, I know. but sit I think, in that discomfort. Yeah, I think living the life that you truly want and forming the relationships and the dynamics that you want is crucial to having a life full of fulfillment and joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying my life is perfect, but. I really do feel that joy because I'm not burdened with that. Mm-hmm. So that's just my advice, my two cents from a happy guy. So much freedom. You know, that's just me. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. That's that's about the show. Because, yeah. I mean, we was about to go deeper. But, you know, y'all got to uh, pay for that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Deep thought. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, please check out our Patreon. Yes. <laughs> It is the first link on our link tree. Right there. Yes. <laughs> check that out. Lots of great content for y'all. Um, yeah, just check it out. You'll you'll be you'll be glad you did. I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Any announcements? Anything that we want to do before we wrap up? Yeah, I think that's a wrap for today. That's a wrap for today. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. Peace and love. Always. We out.